Hi, this is Ben from 561 Music Podcast. Right now, we're trying to get a thousand subscribers on YouTube. It just helps us get out there more. It also enables us to monetize the podcast, to make it better, do more advertising for it and things like that. Subscribe to the podcast and hit the notifications button. That'd be doing us a really big favor. Thank you very much. Welcome, welcome to 561 Music. My name's Ben. And I'm Hector. And how are you doing, Hector? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. I've been uh, mixing the album, and that's been going pretty good, actually. I've been making some headway, but um, I've definitely been sending myself a little loopy with it. And uh, you guys told me to take a couple of days we, off. We did, man. You can get way too close to that and spend way too much time, and you needed to give your ears a rest. So yeah, so it, totally. was, it was time. It was time. But we're getting there. We're yeah. getting close. I think I'm allowed to start poking yeah. at it again tomorrow, aren't I? I think so, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think Thursday was the magic day. So yeah, we're yeah. supposed to give you notes. So I'm going to give you a long, like, legal pad of like 38 things that are wrong with it <laughs> that's not true that's not true it sounds good man yeah it's definitely coming together i'm i'm really happy with it um i i figured out a, a way to get the drums in there which was really the the piece for me that was driving me crazy but i yeah. figured out this this way of um essentially linking the, the kick drum to your bass which has been working yeah. great and so when the bass breathes the drums breathe with it which is so I, yeah i think i figured out an awesome yeah, way yeah nice it yeah no it sounds very natural man and i've been like you know the uh, the sample ones and you sample mixes you've sent to us man i've been like anybody anybody who would listen and most people who wouldn't listen i'd be like here listen to this yeah <laughs> give me your opinion give me your thoughts so, yeah, totally. so there's people that don't even know me that i'm like hey listen to this tell me what you think <laughs> i was really tempted to give one of the mixes to cooley so he could put it so we did a an interview with cooley ranks from the toasters and yeah. pilfers his his main band is pilfers and now he's gone out on his own as a solo artist but he does a podcast slash radio show called car sessions 2035 yeah we were on that yesterday weren't we? that was fun that was fun yeah it was and um, i was tempted to give him one of the mixes but then i thought I might get in trouble, so I didn't. I <laughs> 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 decided to steer away from that. But yeah, that was a good time because um, I've known Cooley Ranks for many years, maybe 15 years. So yeah, it, wow. was, it was really nice to uh, touch base with him and, you know, be on the other side of the microphone for a change. Oh, man. man. Yeah, he was a nice cat, man. He was, he was just a good, just good, fun guy to talk to. So Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, what have we been doing gigs-wise this weekend? I can't even remember right now. Uh, what did we play this last weekend? We played Conky Joe's. Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. And we played... Uh, Patty Max. Patty Max, yeah. Patty Max was great, wasn't it? Patty Max was stupid, busy, crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think but it was because we were off for a month from there. So then we yeah. came back and, you know, they missed us. Yeah, <laughs> It was a lot of fun. I, I love playing there. Um, it's basically... I mean, I said it in a post, you know, about a week ago. In many ways, it's the band's spiritual home we've been there in O'Shea's but you know more there really because we've been playing there for so long I yeah. mean maybe over 10 years yeah you know yeah it was a good time man there was a lot of people there it yeah. was a really good time I mean like I, you know seriously like it, no matter what we did they were cheering and it was like I could have burped in the microphone and they would have been cheering like yeah, it was that yeah. stupid <laughs> it was wicked I, I remember um, going there with Micah Scott uh, yeah over 10 years ago 
with a demo and we'd we'd like spray painted covers for the demo and we showed up <laughs> and we went around all the bars and Paddy Max was one of the ones that we went to and uh, got a gig there, gave it to Adele who no longer works there but it's a shame because she was a good friend of mine, she's a sweetheart, Adele. So if Adele ever happens to listen to this episode, hi Adele. <laughs> 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 but yeah, uh, so we have Closer to the Ocean with us, we've got Laura and CJ, how's it going guys? It's going hey, good. What's happening? Good, yeah. to, good to be here. Yeah man, it's nice to have you. Um, so. I guess the, a, a great place for us to start would be, um, how did you guys all meet as a band? You want to answer that, Laura? Yeah. Um, Carlos and I both worked at a guitar center together. Oh, really? Um, and we were both drummers. Right. Um, so, you know, I had already been there, and I heard that we got a new drum tech, and everyone's like, oh, he's this super great guy. <laughs> uh, you're going to love him. <laughs> right. And Lies. then next thing you know, you know, bash flash forward four years later here we are best friends oh and cool. uh, yeah it's been uh it's been cool you know we had um we only worked for what about a year together well in the year store, and a half, but we've yeah. been doing this now for like four years cool are, you, are either of you guys still at guitar center no no, no we right. quit our job yeah, yeah gotcha. we quit our jobs <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> oh wicked so um did you start working at Guitar Center to meet musicians or that part of it? Yeah, I mean, you know, I already had the concept for the band. Um, you know, we're going on like 12 years now. So I was down a couple members. Uh, yeah. I had just one other person at the time. And, you know, the, the people that rotated in and out of there were good, you know, people to try and just meet and have it like, no one actually worked out except for Carlos, <laughs> but, yeah, um, yeah. but we went through quite a few of the, the people that yeah, were gotcha. employees. Yeah, I've, um, Scott Gaylor worked at Guitar Center for a long time. You get yeah. some real players in and out of that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Now, now, Laura, you play, you actually play guitar in the band, though, right? Uh-huh. Okay, and so at the time, were you playing drums or were you playing guitar? Yeah, I mean, I've always played the drums um, since, like, grade school. I was in, like, marching band and all that. Okay. Um, and I couldn't, I was having a hard time, like, singing and playing the drums. I didn't want to wear that, like, Phil Collins microphone <laughs> thing. Sure, yeah. Um, so I knew that I needed a great drummer, and I found one. Oh, awesome. wicked. Yeah, awesome. So that was the, the, the changeover was when um, CJ joined, joined the band. Yeah, I mean, that was a big kind of moment. Yeah. Um, Had you played guitar before that? Yeah, I, I had always kind of played the guitar in the band because I write the songs. Oh, gotcha. And I write with the guitar. Yeah. So getting back to when um, you were a kid, uh, did you did you have music lessons growing up? Like, did you have drum lessons? Or um, like well, I was in like uh, middle school band. I've right. been in classically trained. Like, I went to FAU for music. Really? Okay. Um, so I've done the whole ride of like you know ten years of classical. Oh symphonic wow. band and all that as, yeah, cool. uh, as a drummer and that included like individual lessons and all that stuff yeah yeah, yeah. Um, especially with some like mallet instruments and right. like things that were out of the realm of it being just drums sure because yeah. um, when you play the drums in school you also have to be able to play the xylophone and the marimba yeah and that was always super tough so I had to have lessons yeah and they're basically laid out like a piano so it's a very yeah. very good uh, just oh, yeah. general music Mm -hmm. kind of so much like knowledge like the theory and all that is yeah. like right in there absolutely yeah i have a piano student right now who um plays the xylophone and the marimba and um as a result you know he knows his way around the keyboard yeah it's really just about teaching in pieces i didn't have to teach him you know what the notes were or anything right like that. right yeah. yeah just be hitting it with the sticks yeah yeah exactly <laughs> um uh, did you take lessons when you were a kid cj no nah, man zero lessons right. um, 
I think that um, I saw, I sat behind the drum kit for the first time, and it just kind of came out. That's cool. Um, but yeah, no lessons. Uh, pretty much self-taught. Yeah, have you done you, the classic YouTube university thing where you like watch videos and stuff like that? Kind of like that. Yeah, for sure. yeah. A lot of people, um, a lot of people do that. And even you know, I'm a music teacher, but I, I, I find myself you know learning things off YouTube all the time, and you know perhaps more you know in certain things more than the teachers i've had over the years so it's all out there if you want to find it, isn't it absolutely um when you were a kid cj did um were your parents into music uh yes yeah, so my my musical background pretty much started um my mom and my dad were into ska really uh, spanish cool. spanish ska. spanish ska right and so yeah. i know that that's that's uh, a little out there but yeah that was that was uh one of the first bands that I liked uh, was a local Venezuelan band called Disorden Publico, which meant uh, public disorder. Sure, yeah. Uh, and it was a Spanish ska band. It's just crazy. Uh, that was my introduction to the band and yeah, the yeah. sound and being there. Uh, ska band, yeah. That's so is my your, background. Uh, your family Venezuelan? Uh, yeah, my, my, my entire family. I was born in Venezuela. I right. moved, to, moved to Florida when I was about uh, 11 or 12. Okay. So yeah, I've been here pretty much my, most of my most of my life yeah, yeah wicked yeah. Uh, my whole thing w in my 20s was scar and i played in a scar band and i love scar awesome so yeah is that so you that's what you grew up listening to your parents were into that uh f f spanish rock yeah um, lots of spanish rock different bands um and and also ska so yeah that was the, and that was very young i'm talking like five six seven eight and uh, did they tell you the shows at that age they took me to one show yeah right right but not not too many of them yeah, but we sure, but we sure did listen a lot. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's great. Um, were your parents into music when you were young? Or? Yeah, my mom is like a deadhead, <laughs> right, so right she on. loves the Grateful Dead. Yeah. And um, when I was two, uh, they passed me over the fence at a Rolling Stones concert as a baby. Yeah. So I got in for free, <laughs> just right up. Like my dad was already in, and she passed me over the fence, and I was a little two-year-old baby at the Rolling Stones. Oh which wow! Was crazy. That's I have no awesome. memory of that, but they, yeah, sure. they tell me it was. They tell me I had a great time. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Did, you, did you keep that going over the years? I must have. I must have like gotten some sort of like, you know. Did they keep taking you to shows as you were growing yeah, up? Yeah, I mean, um, like I, my mom just loves like live music. She's always trying to get me to go see like Crazy Fingers. And oh, cool! Yeah, she loves that. So. Yeah, that's great. Do you guys live kind of near each other these days? Yeah, yeah. She lives in Delray. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. It's nice to have a you know a family that's into music. My family's into music, and it makes a makes a big difference. You know, just growing up with oh, it around yeah. you. Was it them who um, who got you into? playing music you know and taking lessons and doing the music thing at a young age or or was that something that you just took a natural shine to i think i just wanted to do it right you know my dad had guitars but he couldn't play them yeah he just liked to collect like there's a lot know, of people like, like that, les yeah. pauls and things like that yeah but i remember them being in the garage but just unplayable like totally out of tune and yeah. dusty um but there yeah. yeah that's cool so um when it comes to your writing process with the band a do you have one and b what is it <laughs> yeah um i think i have a process i like to do words first yeah. i'll have a big like a notebook i like to write things down yeah and i'll do just word vomit really right yeah. you know and then i kind of go back and piece it together with what are usually very like simple chords like as a drummer like my guitar style isn't you know i'm not trying to do 
super crazy things just enough to kind of have the melody yeah. and then also have this like lyric on top of it kind of you know in that folk you know in the yeah. bob dylan kind of realm of things yeah sure when it comes to writing are there some uh, outside of bob dylan is there uh, any sort of influences that you would say have sort of pointed you in the direction that you write in you know i like all kinds of music i really like like hip-hop and things like that and i like like the cadence yeah. of some of the like the hip-hop you know, I try and incorporate more that style into our kind of rock, like a fusion of, of both. Yeah, cool. I can relate to that. And yeah. You know, my band was heavily into hip hop, when we, you know, when we were playing punk and that mm -hmm. definitely um, ended up being infused by it. Yeah. I think like having a, you know, broad musical sensibilities like that can be a you know, good thing and really creative. Sometimes it can produce terrible music. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah, all yeah, over the place. Weird stuff, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Um, so uh, are you ever involved in any of the writing, CJ? Uh, not as of yet. Um, right. I do, I do uh, play the drums for the band, and uh, I actually recorded the guitar tracks for the single that we just released. So I, I do a little guitar playing, mainly drums, though. So. Gotcha. Um, so when you recorded uh, your latest single, um, what's it called again, the single? It's called Give It What You Got. That's it. Um, where did you record that? We recorded that at Power Station Studios in Pompano. Yeah, cool. How was your experience there? You great. Um, yeah. Rob was really great. Yeah. And the Neve board, the whole thing. We definitely yeah. wanted to do like a Dave Grohl kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we were able to do that. We were super excited. And because what, he's like one, he has one out of nine in the country. Yeah. Um, so that was that was really cool for us. Even just seeing like the name on the tape over there was just like, it was yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's super cool. And I, I really enjoyed enjoy that place i we so with my band no name scarvan we sent our uh, drums to be mixed there mm -hmm. i did most of the mixing on the album but we got them to do the drums just to put it through all the nice gear uh -huh. you know yeah makes yeah, it yeah. sound way yeah, better that was great yeah um so you've recorded that single there did have you have you recorded anything else there yet um no okay no, that's that, that one thing yeah. yeah wicked um so one of the things I know about that place is that they use this kind of slotted pine technique that has, a, and, and he goes, I think the, the reverberation time he goes for is like 0.25 seconds, you know, mm -hmm. as opposed to it just being a completely dead room, there's this brightness to yeah. it. And it's really cool. Yeah, we're so happy with the way it came out. And yeah, it sounds great. Yeah, it was awesome there. Yeah, nice one, man. Um, have you ever done any home recording? We have. We, yeah. we kind of dabble in that. Um, even just to get like ideas out, you know, things like um, maybe that you're not going to like officially release, but we, uh, we always have it set up just in case you want to hop on and, you know, yeah, wicked. have it be what, ready. What do you use? Well, sometimes too, I just use it on my phone. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, they c it comes out remarkably well on the phone, honestly. The iPhone is The compression it has on yeah. there is, is insane. <laughs> it just okay. works great. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but yeah, you, have you have got like the whole laptop set up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have yeah. just like uh, the interface and everything, just ready to go. You know, you know. What yeah. software? What software are you running right um, now? I actually like um, Studio One, the oh, okay. um, which is like, you know, not a lot of people use it, but I got into that like from Guitar Center, and it's awesome. It's oh, um, great. It's like they, they d it automatically does the color coding, yeah. which I know it's like a silly thing, but to just be able to press like on the next track and have it be the next shade of blue it was just like yeah i love yeah. that <laughs> oh that is cool i've never used that maybe i'll give it a look yeah, I'm, i've great. just been using logic since forever and that's that's kind of where my it's similar to logic i have logic too but i, I yeah. like studio one 
Interesting. I'm going to check it out. Does it come with like any software instruments or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, it has the whole suite of like you can sign up. It's like a um, membership kind of thing. Oh. But once you're signed up, you have access to all their stuff. Interesting. I'm going to check it out. I feel like I know Logic so well that I just I've, I've found yeah. myself in these like routines. And so I think it might be quite creative to mix it up. You know, uh -huh. just use a different door, and I bet you it would change the way that I do things. Yeah. A little bit, you yeah, know? yeah. yeah. It's easier to get kind of just it stuck in these grooves when it comes to yeah. production. Um, when we now we're mixing this new album I have my friend Rocky come over to help me get it started just to give me an angle on it like a fresh mm -hmm. angle and um, I ended up getting um, all of the Abbey Road Waves plugins and we just using cool. them across the whole thing to get a bit of tape warmth but we actually recorded at Sun Studio so it was already pretty warm mm -hmm. and um, and uh, but, th but then just for things like the drums and just the overall mix and mastering and stuff I ended up doing using these waves plugins to, to, to get that. Um, I've, I've got like a ton of them on my computer from back in the day. I, I bought like almost all of them when I was like 25 and I just kept kind of, you know, cool. putting them on my new things, but now I've increased that. You, see, you should see when I click on the menu for my plug, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> so many. So many. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's great. It's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, so when it comes to practice, how much do you guys practice as a band? Um, like, do you get together a lot and practice? Yeah, we do like once a week. Okay, yeah. We like yeah. to practice down at uh, Marquee. Right. Which is in Deerfield. Oh, nice, okay. Super nice, like full back line. We just show up. They already have the drum kit. That's great. Nice. Yeah, it's a nice space over there. Yeah, super fancy. I love yeah. that place. I really like it a lot. The guys are, everyone there, just super yeah, helpful. Yeah, uh, wicked. They, it's a great, great space. Yeah, I want to go and check it out, actually. I bet there's some nicer spots a bit further south. I mean, this, you know, we've got nice spots up here, too. It's not that. It's just, um, you know, I'm just always curious about what's out there. Marquee, it's called, yeah. Mm -hmm. Marquee. Oh, wicked. So the other thing I wanted to know is when it comes to rehearsing, when it comes to practice on your own, do you still practice, would you say, just like regular stuff, like, you know, I would say, yeah. Um, we do a lot of, as drummers, we kind of hit the pad. Yeah, um, yeah. We can do that. We'll do that six, seven hours. Yeah, we can like do that, that a really long time. We <laughs> oh like wow. hitting the just pad. Love yeah. that. There's nothing yeah. better than hitting the pad. And then just all, just playing, like, you know, picking up the guitar and maybe not even like practicing, but trying to come up with something new or just picking it up and playing a little. Yeah. Um, that's you know at least like once a day. Something yeah. Like that. Nice. I noticed that on Spotify you got the verified artist thing. Do you have um when it comes to uh that side of things like promotion and things like that are you doing it all yourselves or have you used yeah for the most part we're yeah. like totally independent we've done pretty much everything um ourselves nice. which has been fun have you been doing the thing where you try and get on playlists and all that oh kind yeah of stuff? oh yeah. tons of that can you That's tell us tricky. a little bit about how you do that because it's something that I'm trying to do more of at the moment. I was, I, and I've been using Submit Hub and things like mm -hmm. that. And I just wondered how you guys went about it. I've been on, I'm on, on Twitter with it. Right. It seems like that's a great like platform to to have it be, like there's threads where people are just like, hey, looking for new music, and some of them are kind of spammy, but some of them I think get listened to, and then you yeah. know you can see it the next day. It'll say 
you know on spotify like where your songs played and yeah we've gotten like a ton of plays in germany and, and yeah we're, we're blowing up in places. germany right now yeah, actually from, from that <laughs> you uh, and david Hasselhoff, right yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> i gotta tell you Ge germany is a, a country of real music appreciators but when i used to tour in europe i'd always look forward to going to germany because yeah. the gigs yeah, always great yeah. yeah which yeah. is crazy to us like yeah totally and uh, i don't know what I'm not a huge Twitter user, so I'd never thought of going that Me angle. Me neither. I wasn't either. Yeah. But yeah. that was the best. Because, you know, everything, every platform has its own kind of, like, subculture. Yeah. And this was, a, you know, you could reach more people that maybe weren't in your immediate network. Yeah. And have them, you know, check out the song. Well, I'm going to be doing yeah. that then this week. Up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to the broader kind of social media stuff, um, who would you say is the, the busiest person with that, with the band? Like all good, you know, doing all the. We do about half stuff. and half, to be honest. Okay. We try to split it, you know. Yeah. Half he does and half. the morning. He's a morning yeah, person. Yeah, I'm a morning person, so you right. typically I'm up at five, So depending five, on the time of the day, morning. you're either talking to Carlos, yeah. and then for I take over around, you know, six or seven. <laughs> By the time I'm awake, I uh, take over. Yeah, and, uh, wicked man. Yeah. So you, um, I. I, when you sort of sent us some of the details about the band, one of the things said, you know, you played over a hundred shows. What kind of shows have you been playing, and where, you know, where are you? The guys last playing? one we just played at Tough Times Tavern, which is like a cool little dive bar in yeah. Pompano Beach. Yeah. Which was super cool. Um, you know, sometimes we do like craft breweries and things like that that don't have like the full bar. So um, yeah. you know, all can of you, my friends can. Can you play. do like the whole like? You know, like the three-hour thing, or do you do more like show length? We do, yeah. Like uh, we'll do an hour, gotcha. something like that. We like to play with other bands too, and, yeah. and meet other. You know, we had a cool band that opened for us that was. Um, Tawahidu. Yes, they were cool. Oh, neat. Yeah. Okay, we've got to look them up. They're called Tawahidu. You said Tawahidu, Tawa mm -hmm. which I means yeah. unity. Unity, yeah. Oh, nice. In what we, language? <laughs> we learned. <Some laughs> not sure, we're not quite sure, but <laughs> we we know what it means. Yeah, cool. You <laughs> send, send me the name of it after this because I want to check them out. I'm always, yeah. We're always looking for new yeah, bands, yeah. obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. We love that. Yeah, yeah. Wicked man, because um, I know that one of the ways that we do it as Killbillies is that we use those th three-hour gigs. Um, and we kind of leverage them to kind of, you know, sprinkle our original material in them. But, um, you know, I'm also in, in bands down here that do it like that, where it's like you put a show on, you know? Yeah. And you, yeah, and you have other bands. And, and I think that it, if you're only playing original music, that's really the best way to do it. You know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, have you guys ever played at Propaganda? I we have. I, yeah, yeah, I felt a sort yeah, of yeah. picture, yeah. Yeah, you must know Matt if you know yeah. if you're in that ska band. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Matt and I are yeah. in the same band. Who yeah. else do I know? The trombone player? Um, uh, Andres. Andres. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Love that guy. Yeah, I've right. known him a long time. He's a blast. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Absolutely. Um, where else did I see you play? Revolution Live? Yeah, yeah, we did that, which was really like, that was like a bucket list kind of thing. Yeah. We love that. What um, kind of gig was that? What were you that doing was um, we opened for like a almost it was like a reggaeton artist. His name is Worldwide Wednesday. Yeah. And we just got linked up with him through like some some networking stuff, and it was a couple other local bands. And Carlos was actually supposed to play with me. He wasn't in the band yet. I wasn't in the band. But he I, was. Um, I was supposed to play the bongos for that show. My guitarist, uh, he broke his leg in a motorcycle accident. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was going to get up there and do it with just a drummer and myself. And uh, he volunteered to like step in and play like some acoustic, you know, percussion kind of stuff. And uh, it didn't work out. He never made it. Um, right, right. So we brought uh, just a random guy that I knew from the store. 
on stage with us, and he played a bit of the tambourine and uh, rain stick. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah we just had a like, total stranger, basically. The rain <laughs> stick it. in there. Yeah. And he shout, out, shout out to Bowden. Bowden. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And you guys have you guys have normally four members in the band. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. And so uh, why don't you uh, give a shout out to the other two? Yeah. Who else? Yeah. Masty and Patrick. We love you guys. We miss you. Masty, yeah. which is funny we'll, because we'll his, name is his, uh, his name really? is Carlos. He's really. But he goes by Masty. Masty. Okay. Uh, which we're still getting. We're used still to we're still working on that. Someone that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's I, I'm kind of digging it now. Like I'm. And then Pat, I'm getting more from. Uh, I'm getting more familiar with it. Pat like Clapton. I just like I like that. Pat, Pat Clapton. Clapton. <laughs> oh, <laughs> love that. That's a great. Someone like, rock put name. him just recently that nickname. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Clapton. So the guy who that. didn't need the nickname at all got a great one, and we're still working out Carlos and Masty somehow. I'm just. He yeah. doesn't like Carlos number two either. We can't. Yeah. There's no, you can't. There's you no can't numbers. do Carlos. I'm. I'm. I'm cool with CJ. I so like I say, just go. But just go by CJ. That's it. He oh, can. He can have Carlos. Yeah, you can be CJ. Solved. Is this official now? Absolutely. You heard that? You heard that? CJ, nasty? it is. <laughs> Problem uh, solved. Yeah, that, that's perfect. So I, I've recently got a rock name. Because um, someone, uh, if I shave my head, I look a little bit like Billy Corgan, and someone who knows that about me saw me with like a neckerchief on. And and said that I looked like Willie Corgan, like <laughs> Willie across between <laughs> Willie Nelson and Billy Corgan. That's cool. So my rock name is now Willie C. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Willie. Did we ever come up with one for you, Hector? I can't remember. Nah, not so much. I, we were always working with Jean Luc at one point. Yeah, wrong t- <laughs> wrong turn, Diaz. Just because I always <laughs> missed the turn all the way. It's great. It's great because Ben actually plays. Uh, uh, he sings and then he plays uh, guitar and saxophone on stage. And so um, when he breaks into a guitar solo, you know, uh, one of us will lean into the mic and introduce him, you know, and be like, Ben, why don't you get on that guitar? And then he plays. And then he gets ready to get to the saxophone. And we're like, Willie C, get on that, <laughs> that saxophone. Yeah. And people yeah. look at us like we're nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure anyone really understands it yet. Yeah. I think we, get, we have to make it a little bit more obvious. I think they just think James is mad. But uh, yeah, which he is. It's <laughs> fine. It's fine. It's all good though. Um, yeah. So um, I was going to ask, when it comes to the style of music that you guys play, what would you say it is? You know, like our fans uh, have described our sound um, with a, I want to say with a um, '90s um, tone with um, with a modern touch to it. You like know? a modern edge kind of Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it really f- reflects our, inf- our our musical influences, like yeah. the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Third Eye Blind, Green Day, bands that we love, bands that we grew up listening yeah, to. Yeah. So uh, inevitably, there's going to be some of that, you know, mixed into our sound. And, yeah, for sure. And yeah, that's the music that we loved, and you know, that's kind of I would describe it as that. Yeah, cool, man. Awesome. Th- wh- wh- what kind of guitar do you play when you're all plugged in? What? Are you, oh, I have a Strat. Yeah, okay. I've been through a lot of guitars, um, and I really liked the Tele, but it was kind of bright. Like, yeah. I didn't want to like the Strat, because everyone has a Strat. Does it have a humbucker I, on I it? I try and fight it. No, it was a, it's a single coil. Right. And I tried to fight it for many years, and then one day this woman comes into the store, and she's like, hey, I'm moving to the Appalachian Mountains to become, I don't know, a hippie or whatever. <laughs> right. And uh, she gave it to me. She's like, I don't want this anymore. Yeah, so wow, I have, that's And incredible. the funny thing is, it's like a surf green, blue, closer to the ocean yeah. colored strat that um, it kind of found me, which like you must know about yeah. how that happens. So yeah, absolutely. So I have a strat that I love. Yeah, guitars are magical in that way. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's definitely the case. Um, 
And when you find the right one, you really know you found it. Yeah, I really didn't want the strap, but it's like it's dialed in so nice. You don't have to fight with it, and it's yeah. the neck. Everything was just like. When when you me. crank it up, do you find you have problems with like hum? I use the whole thing on ten. I don't mess with the knobs. I don't do any of that. Gotcha. I just go all the way. Yeah. yeah. Um. So and then the we kind of dial it from there. One of the things it's I've noisy. Noticed, yeah, exactly. Yeah, when I've used strats, I've I've, I've definitely kind of struggled to contain the. Hum. What I ended up doing was getting a noise suppressor. Uh -huh. you know? Yeah, and that worked really good. Actually, that was with my telly. I had a telly deluxe, and um, and you know, in the band I was in at the time, we used to get really heavy, and so I just used the noise suppressor, and it worked yeah. like a dream. Yeah, that works. Yeah, yeah. Do you use pedals and stuff too? I am like a minimalist with that stuff. I have right. one pedal yeah. that I use, which is just a distortion. Right. I have a um, MXR badass. Gotcha. The '79, the red yeah. one. Right. Um, that I love. Again, went through all of them. Went through like the DS1 and tried them all. And I liked like that classic like Nirvana sound, but it was yeah. kind of like boxy, so sure. I, I went for that. Um, and I just have the one pedal, and I do just either a clean or the I love that. distortion. I love a nice simple setup, which yeah. is ironic because my setup's complicated <laughs> as hell right now. Get the noise suppressor. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, at one point, I had a super simple setup and loved it. But yeah, yeah. But now I, d I don't know. Maybe it's doing this this show, this podcast that we do because I can see so much gear comes through, and I just get green eyes. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> our our guitarist just went out and bought like five more pedals. We got a picture. Yeah. In the group chat, hey guys, like uh, just some things that you would never need to, like you know, phaser, flanger, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get, I've actually, like I actually let him borrow my pedal board, yeah. uh, and he, because I don't think he's ever really tried the whole pedal board. He was like a digital, guy. right? He oh, was okay. doing more digital, but then I gave him my entire board, and he loved it. He was mind blown, and then oh, cool. the day after. He bought like a new day. board and right he put on. like six more pedals in there combined with the ones that I gave him. So he's having a good time with it. Oh, that's awesome. What kind of amp do you use? I um, usually just go right through the house. I have a right. Hughes and Kettner Redbox DI. Right on, yeah. That's like the amp simulator. Yeah. Which which works like for what I do. Like yeah. I'm not really the main guitar player. Right. Like Pat Pat Clapton will have the amp and the <laughs> pedal board. I got gotcha. And I'm just more you know we th I like to even kind of be in a space where I don't always have to be playing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that, um, you know, these days, and we've talked about it quite a lot on here, but these days that those DIs and those amp sims, they yeah. are, they're good. It sounds great. Yeah, yeah. It's great. I remember a time when they weren't, but, they, you know, it's definitely past. You know, they're great. They really work these yeah. days. So would you say that your musical education um, and growing up being, you know, learning all of this music and stuff, do you use that in your songwriting, or would you say that, not so much like do you just go by feel when you're writing a song or, or do you use your music theory knowledge you know to help you i'll sit there like with the capo and think about the key and, and like oh maybe up a half step so i do use it yeah. but i try and keep it more on the simple side yeah i don't get too technical yeah i gotcha um yeah i think i don't even know if i do i, I think when it comes to things like fleshing it out like where should i go for the middle eight or <laughs> Um, or you know how to kind of fit the harmonies in it or when we're figuring out how to fit the bass and the banjo to it I think my music theory knowledge comes in then but when I'm figuring out the original chords I think I just go by what sounds good at yeah, the time yeah what feels good yeah, and yeah. then I love to have them come in and just add in those other parts I yeah. like it to be that like melting pot of yeah. you know if that's what you hear on the bass and it's working play that yeah. like I don't necessarily pick out the other parts they totally add the other yeah. I just kind of come up with the original kind of the chords and then we add all the stuff in and we've had some good luck. It comes out like I like that. 
having everyone's influence. Yeah, yeah. wicked. Yeah. I think at that point in time, it's probably a good opportunity to uh, listen to you play a couple of tunes. You up for that? Yeah, absolutely. Good. Let's, right. do yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. so good to get you and I would be so good to you so won't you just tell me now what it is I'd have to do and I would be tall I'd be wild and would be confident and cool and I would keep it together be bold wise and love you says that you want me to Wanna be a billionaire but I'm happy with what I got and At the end of the day I know that I've still got a lot I still got a lot Wanna know what it's like to have yeah, everything I want can show you all the things to give you that I've got. I will be tall, I'll be wild, I will be confident and cool, and I will keep it together, be bold, wise, and love you. Wake up to find that I haven't been asleep at 
at all and it was all just a dream ideas roll to me sometimes you gotta let it be you gotta just let it run its course through the energy flow evenly through me can you feel it now and as you flood my mind i can feel it now the winds of change fall nickels and dimes your lemon and limes well, it's a bubbling sweet contrast and you are you are you're just what i've been looking for you are you are just what I've been looking for. The anticipation of Vegas makes my attorney's head spin. As I'm advised to close my eyes and let my mind walk the time. And are we already there? Are we already going? We're going there. Are we already there? Crickets in the silence. Think about me and how I played you that song. Know that when you live in the moment, and chances come along, chances come along. You are, you are, you're just what I've been looking for. You are, you are, you're just what I've been looking for. Five Six One Music is brought to you by Handlebars Bar and Grill. It's a biker bar in Tequesta, and if you're driving up US One, you come across it on the right-hand side. It's a, a little bar there. It's bright yellow; you can't miss it with the handlebars on on the sign. And it has a long and storied history. It's been there. It used to be called Judy's, um, and it was run by this guy Victor, who sadly passed this year. R.I.P. Victor. And uh, then my father-in-law took it over, and he's doing a great job up there. There is a bike night every second Thursday of the month, and there is a jam every fourth Sunday of the month, if you're interested in that kind of thing. It's just an all-inclusive, any, any kind of music, any style, any ability type of a jam. And there's great beers on tap, and they're wonderful food. Bernsey, the chef, does, does a fantastic job. Um, if you're interested in classic cars or classic bikes, there's always that kind of stuff hanging around there. It attracts that sort of a crowd because it's called Handlebars Bar and Grill, so it makes sense. And, um, yeah, you should come swing by. It's uh, it's 
definitely a local spot and has a lot of character. And there's people who have been going there for decades and decades. It's one of those places that's um, a part of the furniture in Tequesta. And you should definitely come check it out. I um, booked the music for the place and love doing it. And um, I was a part of helping set the place up. And I'm I'm a huge fan. And you should anyone who is interested in biker bars, or even if you've just never been to one and you're curious about what a biker bar is about, you should go and check out Handlebars Bar and Grill. We are also sponsored by Oasis Root. Now, Oasis Root Carver Bar is in Seagrape Square on Indian Town Road, and it is a carver bar. If you don't know anything about carver, it's a Polynesian root that you grind up and you mix with water, and it has been in Polynesia for potentially thousands of years. It's, a, it's an old thing that um, they used for kind of ceremonial and also um, sort of ledger purposes. It, it's meant to be something where, you know, that brings people together. Um, you all take a, a shell of carver and chink them together and say bula and have it together like that. It's meant to be something to bring people together. It uh, has a kind of an effect, which is, I guess, a kind of a slightly warming effect. Uh, it just kind of makes you feel a, a, a nice. It's not particularly intoxicating it's not like drinking alcohol so the atmosphere in a carver bar is sort of like um a cross between a regular bar and uh, a coffee house it's pretty chill in there um you get all sorts of different types of carver bars some of them are more like a club you know this sort of like black light and edm playing and some of them are more like a cafe this is one of the cafe type of ones it's it's super chill in there if you're looking for somewhere to i don't know maybe go and do some work on your laptop or go and have a chat with friends it's perfect for that kind of thing there's a foosball table in there if that's your jam or baby foot as they call it in france and uh yeah jim the owner is a really cool guy and he has very kindly sponsored our podcast so thank you very very much for that jim they also do a poker night in there all sorts of things going on at oasis root carver bar 561 Music is brought to you by Live Music Community. It's the place that we're recording this podcast in right now. It is a school, but it's also a recording studio and a live streaming venue. And we can do all sorts of different things here. If you have any kind of project that you're trying to get off the ground, then we can film you and help you put together an EPK and record a demo for you. We can even record, you know, full albums if if you want. We have all the resources here. We have a green screen so you can do interesting music videos and stuff like that and some great equipment, some really nice black magic cameras and proper recording equipment. But really the thrust of the place is that it is a school. So um the main thing that we do is help young musicians from you know, as young as five to really all the way through to adults, but we fo- focus mainly on, on the young people and we help them learn what it's like to be in a band. So we get them together and um, teach them all of so individual lessons, but also in groups. And when we teach them in the groups, it's not just a question of, of teaching them how to play a whole load of covers. We help them learn how to write their own songs. We encourage them to make merchandise we teach them of the things that could go wrong when they're at a, a gig and all of the little things that you wouldn't necessarily think of that go into what it's like being in a band and how to be a band and how to be professional and it's great we've seen great success with these kids they play fantastically and it, i think it, not only is it a, a good thing 
to for people who want to be in a band just the life skills that go along with it in terms of working as a team and the courage to stand up in front of people to do something are invaluable and we you know we see these kids grow into amazing young adults we've had a wonderful time doing this and really enjoy it justin who runs the place justin hucker is a really inspirational leader of of young people i have to say and and i i really enjoy seeing him work with them and uh i'm proud to be one of his members of staff we have uh it's um yaz and um and me and and justin and mike scott and Corey and ryan are currently um the members of the team and we cover all the instruments um a few of us are multi-instrumentalists and then we have ryan who pretty much focuses directly on drums we've got pretty much everything across the board when it comes to teaching you how to be in a band teaching you how to play your instrument and yeah so that's that's live music community come by and check us out we are at 9091 north military trail um number eight and it's palm beach gardens florida 33410 so if you're heading from west palm beach north on military trail you as soon as you go past north lake on your left just tuck into the first uh the first little plaza there on your left and it's in the corner come and see us if you if you just want to come and have a look around we're open from about 2 p.m to about it's you know about around eight or nine or um most days of the week and then there's usually someone hanging around here on on weekends too so anytime you want to swing by just uh come and see us uh, or if you want to give us a call look us up online just write live music community and all of our details are there the number is 561-951-6902 all right thank you very much so um those tunes are really really lovely before we start talking about the songs um one of the questions I like to ask after we've talked about live music community where we're recording the podcast here is, do you have any advice for young musicians? Yeah, definitely. I think that um, a piece of advice that I could have used when I was younger, um, in my case, I did not have those tools. I did not have uh, the lessons or somebody really supporting that idea. So I had kind of had to really chase that on my own. And uh, it was very difficult. You know, yeah. not having, you know, not having someone to kind of show you the ropes. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you're, I mean, I'm saying for young, young, you know, young students or younger people wanting to get into music, um, fi- it's finding a home. Don't don't stop looking because eventually like you're going to find someone who's really going to give you that information. Yeah. And nowadays we have the tools of the Internet and all that great stuff. So, yeah, um, I guess my only advice would be try to seek that one person in yeah. you know, locally and meet up with them and actually do it. Yeah. Whatever it is, like, just grab it, the guitar. It doesn't matter how it sounds. It doesn't matter who you're with, how many people are there. Just go do it with someone. I've always found that, you know, one or two people um, who are your kind of compatriots with it are really important. And that's not to say that I haven't had my musical heart broken many times. <laughs> I certainly have. But, you know, the... Uh, because it is almost like a relationship. It is a relationship of a, you know, it's not necessarily a romantic one, but mm-hmm. definitely a close relationship. And um, you know, over the years, there's, there's there's always been that that small group of people, you know, one or two people who've who've I've been, you know, closely working with with music. And I think that's great advice yeah. to find that person. You know, absolutely. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough road to just try and do it on your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so could you tell us a little about about the two songs that you just uh, sang us, please? Yes. Um, So the first song, Give It What You Got, uh, we just released on all the platforms. That's our single. 
um, and we've been doing, you know, shows trying to promote that. It's it's really like the first official single, um, and then the second song we're in the process of doing, you know, the studio recording version of that. Right. Um, so Are you hopefully do that it'll at be Power soon. Power Station as well. Um, we're looking at at a couple different places. Right. Um, we definitely like to like, you know, we're big like hands on. We like to do everything ourselves. So yeah, um, we're we're working on like we already have it you know chosen we've just got to get get all of the pieces in there yeah cool what what um when it comes to the lyrical content what are those two songs about so give it what you got is like about that feeling of just kind of euphoric like that you can do it like you right. said like you make a decision that you're gonna do something and that's it like you've got this yeah yeah um and that's kind of the, the vibe like we like to put that energy out to the people and you know, raise them up. Like if they yeah. want to, if they, you know, whatever you got, let's <laughs> give let's what you go. got, you know, let's do it. Yeah. yeah awesome. And then, um, the answer is loosely based on the Hunter S Thompson book, fear and loathing in oh, Las yeah, Vegas, right <laughs> um, which is a dream of ours. Yeah. That's a goal. We, we, we have, we would like to go there. We've never been to Vegas. Oh, that's a good time. We're, um, we're, yeah, we're, we're going to make it party. happen. We're going to yeah. make it happen one day. Yeah. Wicked. That's uh, one of my favorite movies. Well, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. a great movie. <laughs> awesome. My friend Matt, who we were just talking mm. about, is moving to Vegas. Oh, cool! Yeah, that's, that's perfect for that's him. That's why he um, hung up his. Uh, oh, I'm sad thing though that he's like not at propaganda anymore. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I know it's definitely the end of an era. Yeah, he's a yeah. good lad on that. We, I mean, we used to play there before they painted over that. Like, the, remember the red? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Remember that? We have some 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 photos. Yeah, from when Cecil and Justin used to run it all the way back in the and day. And we're big like Dashboard Confessional fans. So, oh, and cool. he played a show there um, when when it was that old backdrop. And we yeah. went in like a week later, and we wanted to do like hands down like a cover of one of the Dashboard songs. And we knew they were painting, so we tried to get in there. I think we went to like an open mic, and we did it like the week before they painted it, so that we would have the same video as like as the real dashboard confessional video. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so it's out there somewhere. I don't know. That's on awesome. The internet, but yeah, man. I feel like I missed the trick with dashboard confessional a little bit. I feel like I need to go back and see. Oh, and I love that. I just love that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So what's next? For the band, have you got any, what in terms of things coming up, things in the pipes? What 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 do you got? Where are you guys headed? So our direction, um, we act, we have recently been working on that exact thing. Um, I'm a big planner. I like to set things out and write things in notebooks. And I think our I'm pretty sure our our plans for the remaining of this year is going to be to release one more single. Yeah. Um, next year three song ep maybe okay um i would say second quarter of next year so yeah okay single before uh, single before the end of this the, the end of this year and uh three songs uh, early next year excellent it's great that you have some kind of um you know idea about yeah. where you're going because it's a lot easier to make things happen if you know the things that you're trying to make happen yeah, yeah, yeah. i was just gonna say it's easier to hit the goal if you know what the goal is yeah. Yeah. We, we actually live by that we like, yeah that. we yeah. live with like <laughs> our whole <laughs> motto is like you got to know exactly what what are you going yeah how, how else are you going to get there if our you don't ultimate know goal going. is the halftime show at the super bowl halftime show at the super bowl hell yeah yeah. That's a great goal. Absolutely, <laughs> that's super awesome. So mine well, is to play on the moon, but you know, yeah, that would be good <laughs> but too. But I'd that's be, just I would be I mean, small audience. Nobody, <laughs> nobody would be there but me. But I'm gonna make it happen. Yeah, man. <laughs> you could live stream the great gig in the sky. Yes. There you go. There you go. What um, 
what, have you got any gigs coming up? Um, right now, we're focused more on doing the recording. Um, yeah. But we do. We always like to like jump on things. We, we're constantly looking at like a lot of, you know, we, right now it's a lot of local places, um, and we like to do these like recons where we go to the place and we don't say anything. We just yeah. come as like patrons, and um, kind of like a bar rescue kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. We just assimilate ourselves in the environment, and then <laughs> and then we decide like okay, we could we could see us playing here. Yeah, cool. And then we'll re- then we send out the press kit. We'll reach out, but first we go and check them out. Well. Y- not only is that smart, it's also fun. It means you get well, to go yeah. have a night out. Oh, yeah. We have like, <laughs> you know, four Heinekens. And yeah, yeah, we're having yeah. a great time. Honey, we're going to go to a recon. We're yeah, going to go work. do some band <laughs> work. Yeah. Not really. Just going to go get tanked out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna go to the bar. I mean, we do check out the place in the meantime. So. Yeah. Well, all right. We looked at it. All right. <laughs> I, think, I think I remember I liked it. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. But yeah, that's cool. Um, all right. So what we got coming up. So on Friday... We had a schedule change. We were at Conky Joe's. Yeah. Conky Con- Joe's. That's I have it. You got it. Time saying that. I know, yeah. Um, that could go really wrong if you're not careful. Yeah, right? And <laughs> it could go really well. Uh, and now we are at Terra Fermata. Yeah. Ooh. We're playing from 7 to 10 at Terra Fermata in Stewart. And first, it's you know, the first, first Friday, is that what it is? is yeah. That like First Friday Fest or something? Yeah, yeah. 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 And we haven't played a th- proper three-hour show there for a really long time. So yeah. we used to, pl- when um, Ron ran the place years ago, we used to play there all the time. Nice. And then um, and then one thing and another, and then COVID and da da We've only played there one time since COVID. Then it was so just a benefit for like 30 minutes or something. Yeah, like exactly. Like half a set or something, yeah. Exactly. So it would be really nice to come and, you know, yeah. and settle back in at Terra for Martin. Yeah, man. Yeah, and then... Uh, what else are we doing? Are you guys uh, are you guys doing Square Group or Saturday? Yeah, we got Square Group, haven't we? As a, du- as a duo, three to, three to six. And then Sunday we're playing DOS. Yeah, we are. Yeah, from seven S- to ten. Seven to ten. Yeah, I thought that was unusual for a Sunday night, but yeah, yeah cool, cool to play on a Sunday, man. Absolutely. And um, on uh, Saturday night, I'm playing at Island Root. So okay. if an- anyone wants to come and see me at a Carver Bar, I'm at Island Root in Stewart. It's a nice little spot. Um, it's just right there on. Uh, is it Colorado? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the main street there in Stewart. And um, I d- as Carver Bars go, Island Roots are a pretty fun one. Um, th- they, they do this thing where they uh, they mix the Carver with, with the Kraton with the uh, night, they night is what is it? Nitrogen? Yeah, nitrogen. Oh, uh, yeah. So it's kind of yeah, yeah. like, you know, fizzy, sort of like Bubbly. a beer kind of thing. Bubbly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Pretty cool place. So I'll, I'll be there, um, yeah, from nine to midnight. So if anyone wants to come and hang out with me when I'm all on my lonesome, I'd really appreciate it. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. All right, well, um, yeah, thank you so much for coming on, thank guys. You. Really nice to meet you, Laura and CJ. Take, uh, take it easy, and uh, good luck with everything. Thanks, yes, guys. Thanks for and having uh, us. Yeah, everybody that's listening and watching, as usual, there are uh, icons on the screen, uh, I believe, uh, above Ben's head and below Ben's head somewhere. Yeah. And uh, they are like and subscribe buttons. Uh, so like, subscribe. We're trying to get a thousand subscribers so we can monetize the channel. If we monetize the channel, um, like everything else we do with the podcast, any money we're making, we're dumping it right back into the podcast so we can help promote local bands and um, you know get the uh, get the uh, local scene uh, uh, get the local scene scene. Exactly. Um, outside of the local scene. So, uh, yeah. Besides, how am I going to get my solid gold hat otherwise? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, like and subscribe. Uh, you can also follow us on all the socials at 561 Music Podcast um, on all the socials and uh, the website, uh, www.561music.com. You can uh, listen to the 
the podcast on there and you can also donate or become a sponsor of the show yeah so. which we would really appreciate yeah. um it does cost us money to do this yes. so uh, we have to get the money from somewhere so, so every little helps yeah so the bottom line like subscribe send us money <laughs> 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 All right. thanks yeah, guys you. appreciate having you guys yeah. See you later, thanks guys, guys.